entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Shows for the whole family. And good Friday morning, everybody. I'm Sherry Marcucci, and I am thrilled to be here once again, hosting Your Palace, Your Place, presented by the Palace Theater right here in beautiful Waterbury, Connecticut. And there is so much to talk about today. I'm not going to have a lot of time for uh, intro material, um, but I do want to say that there's so much going on. Fall seems to be the time uh, when everything gears back up, you know, that kind of Oh, more relaxed summer feel is over and we're in overdrive and there's been so many events locally this past week and there's all kinds of weekend activities um, to do and enjoy but two I want to bring to your attention one is the garlic festival some of you may have been may have heard of read about it in the Republican American weekend section um, yesterday I just love the fact that somebody's celebrating garlic <laughs> just think it's so kitschy. I don't know something about it. But um, the thing that um, is interesting, uh, all kinds of purveyors will be there with all kinds of different um, you know, foods uh, incorporating, of course, garlic. But the one that is just, I cannot wrap my arms around this, but I hear it's fantastic is the garlic ice cream. And people come from far and wide to have this garlic ice cream. So I've got to get myself there one of these, uh, maybe this weekend I'll have a chance to get there and taste that because it just although it doesn't make my taste buds get all excited it's I like to have it on my check off of my bucket list I think it's a good thing um, the other big big thing of course locally that's happening is tomorrow night Municipal Stadium, the first concert since the stadium has been renovated, and we have the B-52s coming to Waterbury. Woo-woo! And, uh, and one of my guests I'll be introducing in a couple of seconds here uh, is a huge fan, she tells me. So I said there's still tickets available. And um, and for those of you who, you know, 80s was your, your time to really uh, rock and roll, they were part of, I guess they were late 70s, really, um, when they came on the scene. The new wave is uh, the genre that um, they fell into. Um, and I'm, I'm so not good about music but I mean in knowing things but the one song I do know is Love Shack and I love that I could dance to that all, all day long and of course there's Rock Lobster and other other uh, songs from their uh, album so if you're you know thinking oh gee I heard about that or I didn't hear about that and I'd love to go don't worry you can just go over to Municipal Stadium you can walk you know get a ticket and walk in or you can call there's a number a ticket master number, I believe. Um, and I'm trying to see it because it's in today's Repiam, but oh, I don't see that phone number. But if you look up B-52's Waterbury and the date, you'll find it and you'll be able to get tickets. They're affordably priced. I think there's even tickets now, a four-pack for 100 bucks, so it's $25 a seat. So, uh, you know, if you're looking for something fun to do, uh, a throwback really to your, your days of your heyday, and 
bring the kids and just everybody can have a good time at this. It's a family event. So our hats uh, are off to uh, Ruthless Spectator uh, promoters and uh, also Palace board members uh, or past board members, Frank Montero and uh, Joe Gugliotti, Grant Copeland, a member of the works team over there. So congrats. And City of Waterbury is a part of this. So we support that. And uh, it looks like it's going to be a fun evening. And now I'm going to um, talk quickly. We've got lots going on at the Palace over the next few weeks. The Palace Theater in Waterbury. We've got Ray LaMontagne on October 17th. The Price is Right live on October 18th. Palace Trivia Night, Palace Pursuit, October 19th. And then, of course, A Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder, the national tour coming on October 20th and 21st. And at uh, in the third segment of our show today, we're going to talk to that nefarious Monte Navarro character. So stay tuned. But right now, I am so, so thrilled to have in studio... A woman who, for many, many years, and I told her this story, I said, I have to meet this woman. Um, and the woman that I'm, I'm talking about is Carol Wintrode Maximo from Hearing Aid Specialists of Connecticut. So, Carol, first of all, thank you for being here today. Oh, Sherry, thank you so much for having me. I'm so thrilled to be a guest. Well, you know, and I'm thrilled to know you because I've shared um, on this program that I, I suffer from a hearing loss. and. Um, um, for years, I said, Carol is somebody that I think we should be talking to on behalf of the palace. I thought there was going to be some synergy, but it, you know, it just over the years, it just, you know, it was a thought in my mind. Well, we recently, the palace, and this is the big announcement we're announcing for the first time today. So, um, the Palace Theater is one of five theaters nationwide to receive funding from the Theater Development Fund, which is part of the Broadway League, an arm of that. Um, we have received funding to offer open captioned performances during select uh, performances of our Broadway series shows, our Webster Broadway series shows. Now, Carol's connection to all this is, I said, I met her at a senior fair. We were there touting Phantom and, you know, because, of course, Phantom of the Opera is coming to the Palace in November for two weeks. And I said, oh, my God, she's here in person. I said, I've been wanting to meet you. And I explained why. And I said, and it was just serendipitous how some things work, because we had just found out about this, this grant, this funding. And um, so I said, you know, there's an opportunity, I think, here that makes sense for you and us. And so she came in for a meeting with myself and Frank Tavera, our CEO. So, Carol, take it from there. Why were you interested in this? And let's talk about the open caption. What does that mean? Well, for a variety of different reasons. I've always grown up loving theater. In my family, we love theater. And um, one of the things I've noticed in working with uh the general population over the 25 years I've been in practice, is that people who love the theater start not to attend as time moves on because it gets harder to hear soft-spoken speech. Yes. Whether you, in fact, you know, have hearing loss, need a hearing aid, that's almost a moot point, in effect, because as we age, it just gets harder to process soft dialogue. So people stop attending because they don't have as much fun um, because they have to poke the person next door to them to, to find out what 
what someone said and and then one thing leads to another and people just stop going and I and I'm I can totally relate to that because that was my experience and before you go on Carol I want to invite our listeners because many people suffer from hearing loss and don't either want to address it don't know what to do don't you know, think oh I don't want to wear a hearing aid I've heard bad things about them so I want to invite listeners who would like to ask Carol a question because she is the expert on and on uh, dispensing the right hearing aid for you. And it's really a prescription even more fine-tuned than an gl- eyeglass prescription. So true. the number to call if you'd like to ask Carol a question is 203-757-1320. Okay, Carol, go on. So anyway, I'm sure there's a lot of listeners that use uh, closed caption at home mm-hmm. just because it's just nice to be able to have that vis- visual verification of what yes. was said when you're watching yes. a, a show, particularly like a Downton Abbey, let's per se. With the accents, it's very difficult if that's not your native, that's not what you're ear and brain are used to hearing. Correct. So anyway, now you can sit in the theater and have a wonderful seat visually. And then if you happen to miss a word here or there, you can just simply glance to the side. And now you can go with confidence, realizing you're going to have a wonderful time and a wonderful evening and not have to worry about whether or not you're going to miss something that's important in the live performances that you're you're going to enjoy. Right. And the Theater Development Fund is part of their um, granting uh, the Palace Theater, which we were just bowled over. And we're in very good company. There's another theater in Connecticut, the Good Speed, which uh, that's very good company. There's also a theater in California, one I believe in Chicago, and one other place. So I, I was like, wow, we, this is an honor. But part of um, the um, strategy, if you will, in funding is to, they say that in a two-year time, we expect you to have developed a strategic partner. We were very fortunate to just, you know, meet you right away and be able to, you know, work together. Um, and Well, I'm just so thrilled to be a part of it. And it's really exciting because the palace is almost, I, I look at it as like a beta site oh, to, yeah. to, to see exactly how much this will be utilized. And yes. I will... F- I, I will tend to bet that over time you're going to have more and more sections available because yes. people will realize the value of it and will at least be able to enjoy that opportunity to be able to get that quick visual verification yes. if, they, if yes. they feel they need to. You know, it's funny because um, we already got one of our subscribers um, in, and they, some, oh, I know what it was. We called the subscribers who were seated in that area already, you know, or near that area, I should say, not in those seats, to let them know that there would be a screen just so they know and, you know, doesn't impede anybody else's enjoyment, but just to give them a heads up. Well, the woman was practically in tears of joy when she heard this because she said, oh, my husband, he's hard of hearing. He will be, oh, my God. She was so thrilled. And so you don't, and I can speak from my own experience, you really don't understand what someone's life how it's diminished when you can't hear well and to bring this to people and what your work I mean and I you know personally you know been working with me now as a as a client and I so appreciate because it isn't one size fits all folks it just isn't and if you are hearing aid wear and you're not having satisfaction you're you have issues um it, carol is like 
a miracle worker. I, oh, and I so don't know sweet. what other way to say it, oh. because I've been wearing hearing aids now for about close to 15 years. And I, I had never had the the um, wonderful experience because either they were blowing out the sound so loud that I couldn't make heads or tails out of anything else. Um, it just So when, you, when I came in and I happened to just comment to you, you said, Oh, no, you don't have the right hearing aid. You, you know, so I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know. So and in and, and folks, it's not an inexpensive sometimes, um, you know, investment. So you want to get it right. And um, and Carol, you're you're just terrific. And again, if anyone has a question, you know, and you're thinking, do I need hearing aids? Let's talk a little, uh, call us in, call in 203-757-1320. Let's talk about that brain and cognitive connection. Well, and to that point, I think one of the misconceptions about hearing loss is that people don't understand is that many people hear but what you hear is the wrong thing. Many yes. times it only affects certain letters of the alphabet. Like, for example, it may be harder to hear an S or a T or all the long E sounds. So let's say you go to the theater and you're hearing someone say something on that stage. Well, you could actually hear the wrong word, and hence it just changes the whole meaning of the sentence, <laughs> the whole meaning of yes. the sentence in context with the performance. Absolutely. So, And when that happens, that would just that's just not enjoyable. Now so now you can go to the theater, right. which is really what we're here to talk about yes. in addition to uh, hearing loss in yes. general. Yes. And now you can go, you can sit, and with confidence know you're going to be able to hear every word the way it should be, and the meaning is intact, and you will have a wonderful theater and you know, night out with your loved one and, and your family and absolutely friends. and it enhances your quality of life because now the things that you've maybe formerly enjoyed are your you're going along with but not enjoying you now can fully enjoy absolutely and that that makes a world of difference and Carol your background just can you share a little bit about your own background so people understand what you're Cer certainly, is? yeah. Um, I actually, How you got into this field? Yeah, actually, what happened, um, I actually used to work in the business world. Yes. And when I was in my late 20s, I was hit by a drunk driver and had sustained mm -hmm. a head injury, which caused me to lose my hearing in my left ear. Now, I will tell you, the person you are when you can hear is not the same person you are when you can't. Um, you can't function socially. You may call someone by the wrong name. Um, when you're in a room with a lot of noisy pe mm -hmm. people, well, enjoying yourself out socially, you really can't hear and function like everyone else. Right. Right. So then my hearing came back. Um, I did go to the doctors. They told me there was nothing they could do for me. They just wished me luck and said they hoped my hearing came back and gave me some medicine. Well, lo and behold, it did several weeks yeah. later. And then I just decided that I was going to switch industries. And I was going to have a practice where people could come. I would tell them everything that they need, ever thought they would want to know about the hearing situation that they do have. And... Equally, um, there's really six companies that do all the research and development in hearing health care, and I work with all six because they all have different mathematical formulas, different prescriptions, different ways of expanding and contracting information, and they sound and they work very differently. So the really, the most important thing is matching up technology and a specific product with the person. I can't change you. Right. I right. have to find the right selection for you, and I really give people three days to get used to a hearing aid. Yeah. If you're not used to that product, it should be physically seamless, 
acoustically seamless. And if it is, you're going to have a wonderful hearing experience. And if you aren't, you're going to, it's going to end up in the drawer because you're not going to get comfortable with it because how could you? Right. It's like buying a pair of shoes that you say, well, they look good. They sort of fit. My feet will break into it and they simply don't. I mean, they cost, you know, that is true, That's so. but you just don't get used to it. So for us, you know, in our practice, we, um, we, we use every major manufacturer. We have samples. You can take them home. You can try it and we find the right one for you. And, and that is so important. Um, I, I just, I can't imagine, you know, uh, uh, go, having gone, I can't imagine continuing to go through what I was going through. And you said the magic words to me. You said, you shouldn't be. This is, you shouldn't have to live like this. I mean, and you, you had very, very good hearing aids. It wasn't anything wrong with the hearing aids. No, it's no. just that they weren't the right product for, for you personally. And that's and that's I think where most people just like you said, you get what you think the expert says. This is what you need, and uh, and then you you're either back and forth, back and forth, and never finding satisfaction, or you just don't wear them and then you start to do the things that are very typical of people with hearing loss you retreat from social situations it can affect you know all kinds of areas of your life Or in your case if I if you don't mind me getting personal I mean you were apologizing to me yes because you couldn't hear something and I was just looking at you I said Sherry we have to fix this this is just no way for you to continue on right and I'm just so thrilled that we found a quick solution for you yeah I'm I'm thrilled and um, I want to Mention again that this is Carol Wintrode Maximo from Maximo from Hearing Aid Technologies, um, with an office locally in Southbury, as well as in Litchfield County. If you're listening and you say, "I need to, I need to get a hold of this woman. I need to make an appointment." What's the phone number they can call? They can call two zero three. Two six four one two one four, and if you're listening and saying, "I do want to buy tickets to some of those Broadway series shows at the Palace Theater," or I'm already a subscriber, and I'm interested in the open caption performances, please call us at the Palace Theater 203-346-2000 and we would be glad to um, talk to you much more about that and again it's simply going to be a screen in a selected area of the theater so people can read along basically with what's going on on stage and as you said to capture and make sure verify you know what I think I heard is what I heard so I think it's we're just so thrilled to be able to offer this and such and an exciting time absolutely so Carol thank you so very much thank for being so much, with us Sherry. thank You're, you so much I'm so excited to be a part of this new venture for the it, palace yeah well we're very excited to have you and appreciate your support very much and we'll have you back again would love to come back all right thank you you're welcome and we, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to have um, someone on two people actually that are going to talk about how art is also used used as a therapy so stay tuned entertaining new possibilities the palace theater your palace your place shows for the whole family and we are 
are back with our second seg segment this morning on Your Palace, Your Place. I'm Sherry Marcucci, your host, and this show is presented uh, by the Palace Theater in Waterbury, Connecticut. And if you haven't ever been to the Palace, do yourself a favor and check in, check us out, go to our website, palacetheaterct.org. We've got great programming lined up this season, including a two-week engagement of the national tour of the Phantom of the Opera. That is one you do not want to miss. And now in studio with me, I have two guests. Um, one uh, is Amy Smith, and she is with Mental Health Connecticut Independence Center right here in Waterbury. And also um, with us is Frank Rico. Rico? Rico. Rico. Okay, Frank. Thank you. And Frank um, actually is a recipient of some services and wanted to talk about his experience as an artist. And Amy, quick, quick snapshot. Independent Center is? It's a recovery resource center. It's located in Waterbury on 21 Church Street. Okay. And offers kind of a spectrum of, of life-affirming, like life-enhancing services yes. to people. Yes. And one of them is what we're going to zero in on this morning is um, Mental Health Connecticut has an upcoming art show, a statewide art show. Yes. And that is some, uh, part of the services you offer. So talk a little bit about that. Okay. Um, we have a wonderful program at the Independence Center. It's called Mending Art. Uh, artists are able to come in and utilize the studio uh, five days a week. And when they come in, we meet them exactly where they're at and help them take whatever the next step is uh, that they want to take with their art. Um, we have artists who come in and draw or paint. They write. They um, like to take photographs. They like to work with clay. Uh, everyone has a different medium that they work in. And we want to help them get to the next step with their work. And for a lot of people, the next step is to share their work. Um, so we have this wonderful opportunity at Hartford Art Space Gallery um, to share the work with the community. Wow. Now, so is there this a special exhibit that's been mounted or going to open to the public, or is this ongoing? This will be on display uh, for October until October 25th. Um, we have artists throughout Connecticut who have joined us uh, to share with the community that there are so many benefits um, to our well-being through the arts. And uh, I think there's about 100 different artists participating in this show throughout wow, Connecticut. Wow, that's wonderful. And representing a wide range of genres and, and modalities, I would imagine. Yes. And Frank, Frank, you're actually one of those artists represented, in, correct? That's right. Okay, so what is it? What do you do? What is it that you're you're representing? The, the piece I have in, in the show is a mixed media sculpture, uh, which is actually breaking ground a little bit for me. I, I came from a background of drawing, a little bit of painting. Photography was my big focus. Um, I also am a musician. Ah. And um, I, I've, it's been a great experience. Um, I've been with the Independence Center for one year. This is already the third show I'll be in uh, with me other members from the Mental Health Connecticut Network. And um, it, like Amy said, the next step for the therapy and 
is is showing the artwork and really putting yourself out there in the public, uh, meeting other artists, and feeling like part of the community. That's great. I, you know, often on this program, we're talking about events people can attend and how important the arts are. But bringing it into... Um, this realm, so to speak. And I know you're not a therapeutic setting. I know that isn't, you know, you're not doing art therapy per se. But the ability to share what's going on inside in some uh, format um, that takes expression in some format through the artistic world mm -hmm. is is. I can only imagine. I know for me, I, I'm a gardener, and 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 me that too. I, okay. And so, what I love about gardening is constantly changing that palette, constantly making it different, and it's so it just relieves stress in so many ways. Even though physically it's hard, but it's I love it. I, I, that's a great point. I, I wanted to say I, I feel like there's three big layers to the therapy with this. There's the um, thinking about your feelings and what you want to say, what you want to share with other people, how you feel about your art and and how you feel about yourself. Yes, yes. Um, then there's the physical side, much like gardening, of actually doing it. And it's, you know, a lot of people like exercise. Mm -hmm. Other people like to do get their physical through dance yes. or music. Yes. I, I play drums, so okay, I, I so can you're, definitely you're say. Okay, so you're a well-rounded guy, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the therapy, like we said before, of, of showing it and being part of a community, connecting with other people, yeah. letting other people know how you feel, and then they, they recognize it, too. And the they they appreciate what you have to say and that feels good too absolutely so it's validating on many levels um and in this show it's it's been open it runs through i think you said the 27th 25th of 25th sorry um it's open to the public Yes. Okay. So if, if I'm listening to this and I'm interested in attending, what do I need to, how do I get there? How, are there tickets? Is there an admission? How does that? Tell um, us about that. Everybody is welcome to join us. Uh, it is free to the public. Um, and it's taking place where again? At Hartford Art Space Gallery, and that's 555 Asylum Street in Hartford. Um, we also are available by appointments, so if a group wants to come up and visit, they can just contact me and um, visit the exhibit or visit the center. Visit the exhibit. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. And if somebody is listening and they say, "I I have a family member who would benefit from being a part of this," or I myself, you know, if you're listening. Um, how does one get involved or is it a referral process to to use the center in the art space to come to the art show um, everybody is just welcome to to stop on by to become a member of the independent center um, you would go through the referral process with okay. the provider okay so and you did mention in the beginning it is part of a recovery program uh, a, a part of a, a systematic um, uh, process if you will so um, some someone may know of someone who could benefit and so they probably best to start with a physician or a recovery center if that their loved one perhaps or friend is involved in that. I, I know that art just is, is so impactful in so many ways. And, and someone who's using it as that cathartic 
tool almost um, in that recovery process. And I'm looking at you, Frank, because I think you can speak to this. It must be so powerful what what comes out of that, the it, artwork. It, it really is. I, I feel like for a long time, just doing the art is beneficial. But, but being able to actually share it with others and be more public with it um, and back to what you were talking about the independent center I encourage people don't don't stay at home you if you're struggling don't don't stay at home you need to get out and yeah. that that was a big thing for me again with the independent center for the last year and having the, that resource regardless of the artwork but but especially with the art because that's important to me sure. to be able to get out and connect with other people yeah, um, yeah. don't do it instead don't of do being it isolated yeah. and yeah. which i think a lot of times whatever the issue for recovery is you know there's shame involved there's embarrassment or or denial um certainly but that's a whole other phase of it i think once you're in recovery you've kind of looked it in the face and said okay right what am i going to do now to um to to make my life different so and the like you said the shame to not feel like you're you're doing this all by yourself and it's okay there's there's other people out there for you and i know that you said you wanted to be on this program today (laughs) because you felt empowered Powered by doing it, and you know, I'm so I feel such a privilege um, and a and an um, almost a sacred feeling to have you here to do this. <laughs> Thank you, I, I do. I f- um, I feel like again, I suffered a lot alone, and being able to connect with other people is great. But even be able to do have an opportunity like this. Thank you to say what I want to say and tell other people what it's like. That's great. Well, uh, thank you for for being a part of this um, program this morning. Um, We're going to need to go to a break and and have our last segment. But before we do, Amy, are there any last words that you want to share or information on how to get in touch? Or we can do that right now. Thank you. Um, Well, I just want to say that this opportunity to be out in the community with the art has been a wonderful experience. Um, I've witnessed so much support going into this show um, by the artists, by the community. Um, you're welcoming me here to, to talk about the show. Um, so I hope everyone has an opportunity to come out and mm-hmm. see us on Thursday, October 12th from 2 to 7. Stop by, say hello, and tell us a little bit about how art has benefited you and your well-being. And when you say stop by and say hello on the 12th, where is that? At the that Sen- is at Hartford Art Space Gallery, 555 Asylum Street. Okay, all right. And we were very pleased, um, as a neighbor up the street, the Palace Theater staff, um, we were uh, in a had a little photo op with you guys with all big group of people yesterday. And where will we see that picture on social media? Or? Yes. Okay. Yes, so we'll there. have to look for that. And uh, we are just um, happy to support the work that you're doing Thank and you. uh, how important mental health services are to you know everyone. I mean, we look around and you know you see people struggling, and we need to we need to collectively um, help one another. So I want to thank you, Frank, thank you. Uh, for being here and Amy for being here. And um, we are going to take a quick break and then we're going to be back with Monty Navarro. Well, perhaps. Stay tuned and find out. Entertaining new possibilities. 
And we are back. And for some of you, you might be following the Palace Theater uh, on uh, social media. And by the way, I'm Sherry Marcucci, if you're just tuning in, the host of Your Palace, Your Place. But if you've been following the Palace Theater social media posts over the last month or so, you've been seeing some posts called uh, Where's Monty? And guess what? I think I found Monty or, uh, <laughs> or Monty's persona. Uh, anyway, in our next guest, and I want to welcome this morning, Blake Price. Good morning, Blake. Good morning, Sherry. How are you? Oh, I'm well. I'm well. And Good. I, I am just so um, excited to have a chance to share with our listeners uh, the 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 show and of course we're talking Mm -hmm. about a gentleman's guide to love and murder which (laughs) is coming (laughs) coming to the palace theater right here in waterbury connecticut on october 20th and 21st this is the national tour and blake you play a character who is quite devious if if (laughs) i'm correct and that is monty navarro so tell us a little bit about the premise of the show for those even though it was the 2000 it was a 2014 uh, uh, Tony Award-winning musical, and it mm-hmm. originated right here in Connecticut at Hartford Stage. Absolutely. And not yeah. everybody knows the storyline, though, and it's hilarious. So talk about that. It's a riot. It's one of those shows that really just, it's kind of a once-in-a-generation kind of a musical. Um, there's nothing like it um, really out there right now, and it. To, for it to win the Tony in 2014, it was it was an unbelievable achievement and something that really pays testament to the quality of the show itself because it's so genius, like you said, and yes. hilarious. Um, but the show itself is basically based around this character, Monty Navarro, who discovers he is in the line of succession to become an earl. You know, so oh. he's in this line of succession to um, basically um, become royalty, and he has just found out that. Um, he, so basically, he's in love with this woman who's a little bit more um, materialistic, but he's in love with her. So he decides that he, as well as the fact that his mom was the one who had just passed away, okay. and, she, and he had just found out that she had been disinherited from this succession because she had fallen in love with a man that the family did not appreciate. So <laughs> he kind of goes on this rampage short or, you know, um, so to say, so to speak. Um, and the, the great thing about it is that every single one of these family members is played by one gentleman, um, and his ridiculous antics kind of put you in a position as an audience member to enjoy... I don't know if enjoy is the right word, but you at least laugh <laughs> so, at so Monty, the way that... You're actually, you're trying to knock off these heirs to get them out of the way yeah. so you can inherit the earldom. Oh, That's that is that is the entire premise of the show, but he also does it. But he does it all while trying to balance the love between two ladies, and oh. you know whether or not here you appreciate <laughs> that kind of thing or not. Like I said, he's not exactly the most um, you know, like you said, he's pretty devious, 
he's a pretty devious gentleman, but um, you know, I do my best to make him as charming and likable as I can because yeah. it is such a fun show and it's such a blast to be up there with these ladies and this gentleman, James Taylor Odom. So that's the um, your your co-actor who is playing all the mm-hmm. different parts, and it's the Dicequith family. Yes, the yes. Dice with family. Dice with family. Yeah. So he's playing multiple characters, and you mm-hmm. are this lovable, devious. Because in the well, maybe <laughs> not so lovable, but you're devious because we'll but because you're in love, and so you're Correct. you're trying to do everything you can. So, um, how mm-hmm. long have you been on the tour? Um, Blake, we we actually just opened on the third here in Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, it's a beautiful, brisk fall morning today Uh, in in Madison. Thank Um, you, by the way, for getting up early because I know I know what that's like. So. Oh, it is okay. I I love doing this. There's nothing like talking about yourself in the show early in the morning. There's You're so honest. I love that. Hey, I, I have to be. You know, I have to be. My mother raised me to be honest. Um, but, but um, yeah, it's it's it just opened. We um, but we started rehearsals at the beginning of September. So this is a very it's been a very brisk process. Oh um, yes, sure. And this so, is this is a show with a lot going on. It is a musical, so mm-hmm. you know there's, but there's Very um, much so. there's it's it's almost like one of the. I mean, I'm uh, and I want to use the right terminology, but like a, a farce, um, one oh, of extremely. those. You know, hilarious. You know, out one door, in here comes another character, and I'm literally, sh- yes, yeah. yes. So um, <laughs> it's fast paced and and um, but very, very entertaining and funny. Mm-hmm. And I think it brings some of that kind of um, dry British kind of humor to the fore. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Entirely. Yes. yes. Yeah. It's, it, it's it's definitely a stylized piece to, I mean, to a T. And it's one of those shows where, like last night, we had a talk back for one of our first performances here in Madison, and um, actually a lot of the cast ended up joining because it was such a good crowd and there was such high energy. And oh. um, one one of the women actually asked me. She said, "Do you?" You know, I can't decide whether or not I like Monty. You know, but well, I think that's kind of the point because, you know, I I don't want to. I definitely don't want to spoil the the show itself because all of the deaths themselves are so juicy and just funny and ridiculous and over the top. And um, the good thing about my character is that he's kind of the control group in this wild and wacky experimental world that we're living in. In, for these two and a half hours. So okay. that's the fun that I get is I basically get to be the eye of the audience who's just watching all this just insanity. And <laughs> I I have times where I can kind of look in the audience and laugh at, at you know, so James might do something different when he dies. And I just, <laughs> I, it catches me. And it's and that's a fun thing to be able to do as an actor. You don't always get to pull out like that. That's, do that, so. that's the fun of live theater, that spontaneity mm-hmm. for not only you as an actor and what your fellow actors, you know, what nuance they might just bring out one perform- oh, yeah. during one performance, but also for, you know, certainly the audience because it keeps it fresh, I would, I would assume. Um, um, yeah. For everybody, mm-hmm. and it's and it's entirely crucial on a tour of this length and of this magnitude, and the show itself. I mean, my I I haven't done the math at all, but I believe that my character 
he doesn't leave the stage except maybe twice in the entire show. So, and, wow. and they're very brief, very, very brief sequences. So it's, it's one of those shows where you have to, you know, it took me a while to build up the stamina to kind of be ready to be on stage constantly as well. Yeah, as that... high to high, you know, I don't get to drink water as often as I would hope. Sure. Um, and, and in previous shows, I don't really have to think about that. But in this show, you have to—I have to really kind of mark out. Okay, you're going to take a sip of water here. You're going to take a sip of water here, and it's—but it's, it's magical. It's a show I've been dreaming to play. You know, that's interesting because as an audience, and of course, your job is to make us not aware of that. But to hear you talk mm-hmm. about that and things like that, like you know, how does a, an actor endure a performance like that? Of course, you love what you're doing, mm-hmm. but but the oh, physical yeah. needs you may have during the, a performance set where you virtually are on stage all the time, uh, mm-hmm. and and how you you know are able to um, address that, and meet your need to, you know, so you can sing and talk and whatever. Right. So um, that's a very interesting point. Thank you. I'm, I like that you shared that. Um, we have like. Four and a half minutes left of our show, sure. so I want to just ask, um, what what brought you to this role? What have you done previously, and or was this a show like I have to do that part? I really want to do that part. That is that is almost entirely what it was. I mean, I my my introduction to this show was the Tony performance with Bryce Pinkham, Lauren Warsham, and uh, Lisa O'Hare doing mm-hmm. it for the Tonys. You know, and Bryce is nominated. I mean, it was just an incredible thing to witness watching them do I Decided to Marry You, um, the door slamming number, the one that, you know, is so well followed because it's just genius. It yes. really is genius. Yes. And I watched that and I said, I have to do that. I have to do this role. And to be able to step into, I mean, more or less, what is the original Broadway production, at least attached to the original Broadway production. I can't even begin to tell you what that feels like because I don't even know if it's hit me yet. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me, but yeah, it's, it's, um, it was kind of like that. And as soon as I knew that the, the casting was going out for this role, I basically, I, I just said, I need to be in that room. So as soon as I got in, I just, I did my best to be Monty. And um, next thing you know, here I am. <laughs> wow. that I love to hear those stories. It's almost like, mm-hmm. you know, the dream comes true. And, um, you know, we're just yeah. excited to have the show coming to the Palace Theater in two weeks. Um, there are still plenty of tickets. If you if you haven't gotten your ticket, don't hesitate. Um, please, please give us a please call. Come. Absolutely. <laughs> and um, I'm so looking forward to your performance and I appreciate your time this morning very much Blake Price Um, you know thank you for being with us and we'll look forward to seeing you when the show gets to the Palace Theater so thank you Thank you so much, Sherry. You're welcome. And we're just about at the end of our show this morning. Boy, that went by fast, Johnny. I don't know. You you, you must do some magic over there and speed that clock up. <laughs> but um, we are just so happy to always be here on the first and uh, third Friday morning of the month to present Your Palace, Your Place, a show we hope that entertains you, a show we hope that informs you, and a show that we hope you'll share with your friends and tell them, hey, you got to listen to this show. It's it's really fun and fast-paced. And uh, we hope, of course, that you'll 
always come to see us at the Palace Theater. Um, check out our website. We've got some wonderful programming this year coming. Uh, and go to our website at palacetheaterct.org or give our box office a call this morning. They'll be open in about two minutes at 203-346-2000. And we just so appreciate your listening. We appreciate your patronage. We appreciate our sponsors like Carol uh, Wintrode Maximo, who was here this morning as we announced our new open caption performances for our Webster Broadway series. There's just so much happening. And I'll be bringing you some more information about something exciting, a collaborative uh, exhibit we're doing with the Mattituck Museum, and that'll be uh, on our next program on October 20th. We'll be talking about that. And of course, if you have not gotten those Phantom of the Opera tickets yet, what are you waiting for? Come on. There's, um, you don't want to miss. This is, this is one of those things you do not want to be the person going, oh, I wish I had gone to see it. This is your opportunity. This is a Broadway tour bar none. This is the ultimate, ultimate Broadway show. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful weekend. Do something in the arts with someone you love. I always remind you to do that. And stay tuned for your local news coming up next. And after that, Talk of the Town with Steve Noxon. We'll see you in two weeks. Thank you. Bye-bye. Entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your wish. Show.